So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Michaela from Yours Truly. And we're gonna ask her some questions today about their new EP. Is this what I look like? So congrats on that. By the way, how do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? I'm so excited. It feels like it's just something that has existed forever and I haven't been able to talk about. So now that, that it's out in the world, it feels really good. How long have you guys been sitting on it then? Ooh, um, probably over a year. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, over a year. I think we finished recording at March 2021. That's nuts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you think maybe you're sick of the songs since you've been sitting on them so long? Do they still resonate with you? Um, I don't know. Not really. I think I'm just excited for them to come out. But like, and I think that like they're some of my favorite Yours Truly songs ever. So yeah, I'm, I'm not sick of them yet. I mean, like Walk Over My Grave is on the EP and that song's been out for almost a year now be you next month so yeah it, it, oh. the ep is great though like easily your best work so far oh yeah front to Thanks. back so good <laughs> thank you thank you i um it's it's cool because like i like i think we all like me and the guys agree that it's like the best stuff that we've done and it was like the most stress-free experience for this band ever and it was like maybe we just need to stress less and then we'll write more stuff that we really like there you go yeah sure <laughs> Uh, so is there any meaning behind the EP title or cover art? Yes. So is this what I look like is actually um, the, like the last line on the whole EP because the EP closes with the lights on. Um, and I wanted to call it, is this what I look like? Because I kind of felt like it like embodied what the whole EP kind of spoke about. Like a lot of the songs are about self-reflection and are about isolation and kind of coming to terms with like who you are and like, you know, having to go through this really, like, really not glamorous, like, exercise of, like, finding out who you truly are and what you love and what you don't love about yourself. And so with the artwork, um, the artwork is me writing this what I look like into a mirror. And that's kind of why I want to do that, because it was that whole thing of, like, self-reflection and, um, you know, kind of, like, looking at yourself. And we spent two years in our houses mm -hmm. and not being able to go out anywhere and, like, I know everyone's over the whole like, oh, this is about COVID. And like, it's not about COVID. It's written about the questions that we asked ourselves through being isolated from each other and yeah. from our, our lives really and kind of being like, like looking at yourself in the most like, you know, like looking at yourself at all times of the day, being able to see yourself in a mirror at home and being like, I'm just with myself now and like kind of getting to know who you are all over again, like in a really shitty way. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's why it's the artwork. Wow. I like that you guys kind of like took a different approach at like a pandemic record in a sense, because mm -hmm. most artists are like, yes, it's about the pandemic or no, it's not about the pandemic. And it's like either one, not like we wrote it like about kind of like what you're thinking when you're mm -hmm. locked in the house kind of thing. So that's cool. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. Like, I think everyone, I think a lot of the music we're hearing now is like music that was created during this time. So I feel like it's a very common narrative. And I guess that, like, we didn't go into it being like, oh, like, let's write something about COVID. It was kind of just like, we've always just written songs, like, and the lyrics have always just been about what I've gone through and stuff like that. And I think in past records, I've kind of, you know, taking the approach of like, everything is going to be okay. And like me and the guys, we do this together. And like, where I was so, I wasn't with them for like the first time in like 
80 years or something like that of how long I've known them and like you know we've always been like very inseparable and being away from for so long I was like to myself like who who am I without this band like what is my identity without being in yours truly and like you know I was so used to like being really busy and like you know yours truly being such a huge part of what makes me feel good and what makes me want to like live life and like look, looking forward to things that we're doing and then all of a sudden we weren't doing anything and I was just like going for walks around my house with like around my neighborhood with pink hair and in my tracksuit and stuff. I was like oh my god like like everyone everyone, everyone went through it but it was kind of like a thing of um yeah so when, when we went to go write the songs it wasn't like I want to write about COVID it was more just like these are the things that I've thought about myself recently and like mm-hmm. this is kind of what what just come, kind of came out naturally mm-hmm. wow that makes sense uh, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the CP? Um, so first of all, the first song we wrote for this EP was actually Walk Over My Grave, which is, I guess, cool. It's the first song we released from it. Mm-hmm. Um, we, the first time Australia came out, up to our kids' birthday, I don't know why, I've just been eating. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> um, um, the, um, the first time, like, we went through, like, a, like a, they lifted our lockdown, they were like, groups of four people can get together and we were like okay the four of us is four of us let's go yeah and so we um we booked a like a little an airbnb up in kind of like um just like an hour north of where we live and it was in like a pretty like isolated area and we were like let's just get together to spend some time together mm-hmm. and just hang out and then so we went and then we wrote one song when we were there like let's just try to write and we ended up writing walk over my grave mm-hmm. so yeah, so the writing process was really just like not putting pressure on ourselves to write anything as such, more just kind of like let's just get together and try to feel normal and try to feel creative and let's try to like, you know, put some enjoyment back into our lives. And so, yeah, and so it's kind of like the songs came from such like a not stressful or pressured environment. It was so there was that and then our label said to us, do you want to do some B-sides for self-care? just while like you know you guys can't do anything like maybe take some demos that you did from the album and you know release some of them and then we kind of came up with this concept of like okay like let's do like this thing called self-sabotage and have it as like the darker like you know partner of self-care and then it'd just be like three songs that didn't make the album but then we were like oh, we wrote this song at that like little like beach house thing like yeah maybe maybe and we really like that song and maybe like there's better stuff to come instead of just releasing some songs that didn't make the album mm-hmm. and so that was the whole concept of it first so then we kept writing for this self-sabotage ep and then when we went to go and record the songs we were like first of all it doesn't feel anything like self-care anymore like Not it just all. doesn't feel like it's in the same universe so we were like, okay, it's going to be its own separate project and then give it a different name. And we don't want to do three tracks, we want to do seven. Hell yeah. And then they, <laughs> they were just like, why do you want to do seven? And we're like, because we have so many songs for the first time. We're not struggling to come up with like, to make time. It's like, we could keep going. Like we're feeling so inspired. Like, And they were like, okay, seven. Like if you, want, if you guys want to do seven, do seven. Mm-hmm. So for us, this was a huge passion project of like, we we actually feel inspired where self-care was like we're nervous as fuck like we don't know what we're doing and so for this for this like yeah for this record it was like we just had fun and it was just a really enjoyable process that's so sick god Um, i'm so happy to hear that 
Like, <laughs> in terms of the writing process, since Australia was so open, close, open, close, did you guys do any, like, the Zoom writing shit, or were you guys able to kind of write in a room for the entire process? It was a bit of both. So whenever we had the opportunity to be together, we would. But then there were obviously times when, you know, we would just sit with our phones on FaceTime and we would just, like, talk to each other and or we'd just send things back and forth. But, yeah, I mean, then also Australia did this thing where it was, like, a buddy system and stuff like that. And it was, like, you could see one other person. So we were just trying to be very strategic with mm-hmm. our, like, with the way that they did their laws in Australia. And then it was, like, this thing of, like, there's so many kilometre radius. And the boys like, we can all get together and we'll do things. I live far away from, like, a bit far away from them. They're like, we'll send you things. So it was just always these constantly changing laws. And it was almost kind of fun being, like, how can we navigate this with the way that Australia is saying that we can get together today? Like, yeah, yeah. there was a whole bunch of different, like, you know, there were times when I could just see, it was just like one person at a house where I could go and, you know, work with our producer. Mm -hmm. And there was times when just our guitarist go and work with him. So we kind of had to do things. Some, some of the recording was quite isolated from each other. And then there were some times where it was like, you're allowed to have four, four or five people in a room. And it was like, cool, we can do this now. So it was a very odd way of recording. And it was like, I'm going to turn up to the studio today and I'm going to hear what Lockie played yesterday. <laughs> and I have no idea what it sounds like, but I hope it, like, I'm sure it's going to be good, but I have no idea what he did because I couldn't be there. Yeah. Yeah. He could have just fucked around for a day and it could suck, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could have, but yeah. Thank God he did it. so angry. <laughs> That's crazy how you were still able to keep that creativity and that kind of just freeness while you were writing, even with the open, close, open, close, like you're not able to see each other all the time. That's amazing how you were able to keep that up for the entire process. I, I think we're lucky that we got through it like in like the first, the first part of it, because Australia, like every, the rest of the world was kind of like, oh, well, you know, it's everyone over. kind of, you all being vaccinated now, it's over, go out. Yeah. Australia was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Another year of lockdowns, thank you. You can watch all your friends in the States and UK go go about their business, but you cannot. And um, so, yeah, so I think I'm, I'm lucky that it was in that first part because the second part of it, like once it kind of went normal for everyone else, I was like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm done. But then we ended up getting our, um, our exemptions and we ended up getting to leave the country to go on tour in the UK. So I was very okay. grateful for that. So, yeah. But, you know, we're, we're just kind of like the way that things like kind of worked out like we were we were quite lucky and I, I think that is the reason why we have such we've had such bad luck in the past couple of months because there's no way that we could have had that much good luck last year yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this EP and the meaning behind it hmm. that's a good question probably I, like I know it's like not like a like a, like a line or something but mostly the chorus of lights on the best song um, on the EP. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's the part um, where it's the, um, am I what you expect an acquaintance with honeybees and neon signs got some clean hands from the outside, which is this whole idea of like when you do something that um, so many, like when you do something like music and you play shows and you meet a lot of people and you're, you have like you're on the internet and just like with anyone that kind of has any kind of social media like at all, like regardless of like how many people see it, mm-hmm. like you can create an idea of yourself and you can kind of manufacture who you want to look like. Mm-hmm. And then I think that people kind of take that, that like, you know, that understanding of you and they kind of go with it and they act like they know who you are to your core and, mm-hmm. but they don't. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. it's that whole thing of like, you can look as, you know, as innocent and as 
you know, as happy and as like positive as you want, but sometimes it's just not really like that. And the only person that like really knows that is kind of, is, is you, is really, is really who you are. So that's kind of what that, that whole line is about. And also kind of like the whole like um, honeybees and neon science things about like kind of growing up whilst doing all of this like we I started doing this when I was like seven like I actually been touring since I was 15 so Jeez. Wow. I think that yeah so I've grown up around like I've grown up in like nightclubs and like and like you know venues and stuff like that and I think that you know kind of you know trying to grow out of like I think because I've been around these people since I was so young I still look I still get uh, treated like I'm still 15 mm-hmm. and I'm trying to and I think, you know, this EP and like this part of my career, I'm trying to like break out of that and be like, I'm 24 now, not 15 anymore. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's kind of, so that chorus has a whole bunch of like different meanings to me. It's why I love it so much. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so where was your headspace at while you uh, were writing this EP? <laughs> a lot of different places. Yeah. <laughs> I went through like, <clears throat> so I went through like, you know, obviously, so we all went through the isolation um went so went through that went through like a lot of like a lot of disappointment missing out on a lot of things we'd planned like we were supposed to come over for sad summer which obviously didn't happen mm-hmm. for us um so there was a lot of opportunities that we had just put out we were just putting out self-care and kind of we had all these things lined up like after putting out afterglow and like <coughs> sorry self-care was like self-care was like the thing that was supposed to take us to the next level and it was supposed to we're supposed to keep touring and kind of ride this momentum that we had built in 2019 mm-hmm. and then it kind of like didn't happen and then I kind mm-hmm. of I, I kind of felt like it was like this big you know big you know mountain that kind of went nowhere and because I feel like when you're not doing things you can't you can't feel like if something has grown or anything like that so there was that disappointment went through like literally went through like into falling in love for like you know being heartbroken and then you know kind of like falling in love again and then kind of went through like you know a very like you know a very roller coaster you know love almost so there's also that as well and I think that when you're like alone like everything that you feel is just like times 10 because you can't do anything to kind of like hide from it you kind of just have to like and I'm such like a dweller like I just sit in like my emotions and i feel them like times a million so mm-hmm. it just made it even worse but yeah all right yeah. okay wow yeah definitely a roller coaster um yeah i'm not sure if we asked you this question when we interviewed you about self-care so i'm gonna ask it now what was kind of the idea like behind putting it out during the pandemic because you guys totally could have sat on it and waited and like maybe like be riding the momentum of that album now so no yeah there was there was definitely that thought but then it was like no one really knew that it was going to take two years of our lives to mm-hmm. kind of get back to normal. So I think the idea was let's put it out and in a couple of months it'll be good. Fair and then obviously that didn't happen. But then it was also the thing of like we had put Afterglow out in April 2019 and then it was kind of like we need to, like we've done everything we can with this EP now. For us to get to the next level, we need to put out this debut album. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of just that thing of we're just going to have to bite the bullet and and just do it and there's a part of me that I'm kind of like and I feel like it's an album that a lot of people appreciated during during COVID like it was like yeah a lot of people said like this album really helped me helped me get through things and I'm like at the end of the day 
regardless of whether like we should have released it at a different time I feel like people needed it so I was you know I don't think it's like taking an L or anything like yeah, that but definitely didn't take an L but yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah it's one of those things that it's just like it came out like at a weird time and it was just like kind of like yeah but yeah we just we just didn't want to wait because it was just that I think it was just the time for us to do something else yeah fair enough that's fair so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this EP for the first time? Should they play with the car with friends, dark with headphones on? Should they blast at a party? What do you personally recommend? Hmm. That's also a really good question. Um, I feel like I like the idea of playing it like, you know, with your friends and kind of like, you know, being like in like a fun situation and like, because mm-hmm. the songs are fun. Like there are some like upbeat, dancey songs on there. So yeah, like just like, you know, doing something, like put it on, like, you know, be able to have have a dance or something like that to be able to like kind of feel it. And then the second time you listen to it, dark room earphones, listen to the lyrics. I feel like, yeah, we can like appreciate the songs and then like dive into them deeper. And I think that's the way that like I fall in love with the music. I'm like, oh, this sounds really sick. And I like listen to the lyrics and I like, I, like get invested in it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I, I love this now. So yeah, maybe try it like that. All right. For sure. That's the perfect way. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this EP for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. Fun, different, and um, what's that word? When you like, see, this isn't quick, but it's like, I can't think of English. Um, like thoughtful. Okay. Yeah. There you go. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So in the same vein as the last question, but not as much pressure, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this EP to invoke in your listeners? Um, I want it to be like self-reflecting. Um, I want it to be self-reflecting, but I also want it to be comforting in the fact of like, um, if you've had these thoughts that mm-hmm. like, it's very normal um, that, you know, we all kind of like, you know, we all live with ourselves every single day. And like, I think that every single every single year of my life I've learned something different about myself and like you know I feel like even though you feel like you're soft to your core all the time there are things that I like now that I didn't like last year and there are you know people in my life now that weren't in my life last year mm-hmm. and that like the fact that things change and that you discover different things about yourself doesn't mean that you know that you're losing who you are or that like you're selling out or anything like that it just means that you're growing and growing is like a very positive thing to do hell yeah for sure. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this EP? Um, probably, um, probably the people that I met through doing this. Okay. So like, I know it's not really kind of, kind of a, kind of a memory, but like working with Josh and Dan from Yumi at six mm-hmm. was just like completely unreal. Like I grew up loving Yumi at six. I had a Yumi at six Tumblr. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Like when I was 14, I was like, you need six, like just reblogging everything. Um, and so, yeah. So for me, that was just like, they were there, a band that made me want to start a band. Like them, like them and Tonight Alive, like my two like favorite, favorite bands. And um, there was a day that we played Unify. And the next day um, I had gotten a message from Jenna saying, congratulations on Unify. And then just after that, Josh had sent me a message about Hallucinate. And I was like, this is just a really full circle moment for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's probably kind of one of my favorite, favorite moments, like from, yeah, from the EP. That's so sick. Yeah, that has nothing got, to do with like, yeah. I'm glad you got yeah. to work with them. 
Yeah. What was yeah. it like working with them? Like personally, did you kind of have a moment where you had to stop yourself from fangirling or was it just like super easy? It was very surreal. I remember just like kind of like being there. I remember seeing him and just being like, oh yeah, that's person. And then just being like in there and like, and then I think that the fact that like when it clicked is that like in where they like <laughs> record, there was like a whole bunch of like, um, like records and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like that's all these albums that I've listened to from back to front a million times. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I think when I actually heard him singing the song, like I was like, I remember that song. <laughs> Like I wrote that song. That's sick. Like, yeah, it's just I think, yeah, and sometimes I don't know, like it still just feels like you know what something just feels kind of surreal that it just isn't like clocked properly, that like it actually yeah. exists. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's still a bit like that for me. So yeah. Uh-huh. Well it definitely I'm... exists. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did did you did yeah. you tell them about the the Tumblr, Tumblr. blog though? <laughs> Please, no. No. <laughs> God nope. damn it. <laughs> I was like, I, a, I said to him, I was like, I'm a really big fan. Like every time you play Sydney, like I was there. Like, and they were like, oh, that's really cool. And I was like, no, like big fan. <laughs> so, you like, understand. Like, you know, like, but like at the same time, I was like, yeah, like it's, it's fine. Like I'm a fan. I'm just, that's you know. It's no big deal. I actually no don't even deal. know who you are. Yeah. Like, I've heard I'll, a couple I'll of like your songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for this question, I want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. You're going in. What is your snack of choice? Um, it is probably a sandwich if it has anything chili in it. Okay. That's okay. something that like in, in the UK, there's always sandwiches at every single like, you know, Petra station. So like, mm-hmm. so I always get like a sandwich that has chili in it and a packet of chips and an orange juice. Nice. Yeah. When you say chili, do you mean like the beans and meat and tomatoes, or because that's no, what I mean chili like, is? Like, like peppers. Oh, okay. Oh, like chili peppers. Yeah. Made me very yes. confused oh, too. Yeah, you, yes. you saw Sorry, like chili yeah. and like in between like yeah, two like, pieces really of bread, disgusting. right? Yeah, it's like that's really disgusting. It's like a soggy. Okay. It was a little like, weird. Actual, like, anything that's spicy like any sandwich that's spicy i'll, I'll buy that because it's just you know i feel like i'm like this is kind of healthy it's got bread and a bit of vegetables and salad exactly. and, but exactly. we have pack of chips after that so it kind of ruins it exactly. cancels it, it out it, it evens yeah. it out yeah exactly um, yeah so on the topic of food if the band was a dish what dish would the band be and why um pesto pasta uh-huh. because <laughs> teddy teddy likes to cook and whenever we go to someone's house or let us stay at their house for a couple of nights, he always offers to make them dinner and he always make pesto pasta from scratch. <laughs> and then oh, so wow. like, hey, when are you going to get pesto pasta? So I think that we're just kind of like a couple of people know us. It's like, oh, pesto pasta. And we're like, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's perfect. All right. Uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Mm-hmm. Great. So if you could become one animal for the rest of your life, which animal would you be and why? One of my dogs, because they get treated like absolute royalty. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you could have lunch with any celebrity or artist, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, um, I really like, I really like Lizzie Hale. And I've spoken like, this is like, I'd love to talk to her. I can't even speak apparently um i really like to talk to her just about like how she's been so successful as a woman in like her style of music Mm -hmm. like it's such a male dominated like it's like 
that part, that kind of rock is so male dominated mm-hmm. and they have just like, you know, been so successful, but getting on stage during like heels and like, you know, makeup and stuff. Like I, I love that. And I just, I would just love to like hear some of their stories and just like be told like what it was like when they started out and like when they knew that like they had respect and stuff like that. Like I, I would just love to know. Hell yeah. yeah that'd be so cool. <laughs> Uh, so for this last question, boom, you're on a deserted island. You could bring one person, one movie, and one album. Who and what are you bringing? Sorry, one person? One movie and one album. Um, one person, that's really hard. Can I take one of my dogs? Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, take my dog, Charlie. Um, and then movie. Um, Twilight because I am uh, I I grew up in the most peak Twilight I was like 14 when Twilight came out so mm-hmm. I just think that it just has to be that um, I was like peak Twilight fan like Team Jacob Team Edward loved Paramore at the same time so it was an absolute just like <laughs> um, and um, the last one is sorry my memory is so crap like the album. last one was album album mm-hmm. um, Promise Everything by Basement. Oh yeah. Ooh, all right. Yes. Uh, so as Glory said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, uh, I guess like the EP is coming out July 15th. Um, hopefully you'll like it. If you don't, I'm sorry. <laughs> it will. All it right. Will. Oh, well, okay. thank you. <laughs> thank you for now. That's been Michaela from yours truly. And we've been the good noise podcast.